0: We mentioned this a few times, we're continuing in Pericute Aleph, and the theme is, and he's actually going to say it explicitly this week, and uh, hopefully we'll get to it this week, uh, the concept that we're literally taking some of the most common and dangerous pitfalls in um, in NICUS and addressing them, but really the hope is that uh, as a result of that, we should become sensitive overall to Nekhius and um, uproot the Taivas, uh, the Chemda, the Taiva, the desires for uh, all these things from our hearts and replace them with a chemdas Hashem, with a desire for Hashem, uh, uh, the, the love of learning of Torah, that will um, really replace it, because otherwise as long as that doesn't happen, we're always just kind of trying to outsmart our heart, but uh, you're never really going to... Um, you can't be on guard all the time. you know. You, you can't, that's not... Ultimately, that's not the success. Success is ultimately to have a the, the cues where I'm not looking to get anything that's not mine. I don't want it. Genuinely, I don't want it. And, that, and at that point, you know... Um, all these, uh, what's called moraheterlaatma, all these cases where a person is trying to figure out, well, maybe this is okay, maybe that's okay, all that falls away. Because if you're not looking for, for something that's not mine, in fact, if you're, uh, you know, turned off by it, repulsed by it, then, um, you know, it becomes much easier. But again, we said that that primarily, uh, the primary key for that is what? How is a person, you should go about doing that, about replacing the desires the, uh, for for all of Mazen, their hearts Jesus. with Zrizus, I working on Zrizus exactly mm-hmm. by genuine Ziz- excitement in the bond of Hashem. That's that's the real key to to uh, so Zrizus, like, maybe Linaquis. That's why I think the talking is important. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm with you. Yes. I'm with you. Okay, the old Amru Zichronim Lavrocha. So we're in Peric, Yud Aleph. Um, we're, we're currently discussing. Um, you know, dishonesty in business, kind of nearing the end of, 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 of that. Dishonesty in business. So, and we discussed this last time. Wait minute, you stole from the guy, um, I don't know, a nickel? You stole a nickel from the man, right? The man is a millionaire. And you stole from him a nickel. And the uh, and, and Hazal say it's nafsho. <coughs> so that you you took you took a soul from the man, you took his life, you you, you killed him. man's a million. You took a nickel from him. How does that make sense?
2: What? Right. No, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you, yeah, I was gonna, right, I was gonna
0: oh. say how does that make sense? Right. <laughs> okay, good. So, so, Baba Kama, I'm assuming you've seen it in the dafyomi. Here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David, do, do you know where we are? Do you see where we are? <coughs> Should I help you?
2: I mean, it's funny. He talks about this in less, this past week.
0: Okay. So, so we actually touched on this last week. What is the explanation of this? Gemara seems to be extraordinary uh, hyperbolic language, right? Like, what's going on over here? So, um, so, so we said last time, a parnos, a parnos that a person has is what? So is life that Hashem is sending this person. It's literally little bits of life that Hashem is sending a person. Now, this person... He's a millionaire, so he's getting lots of life from up there. That's fine. So we, there, there's there's an expression the Gemara Shabbos talks about it. Malik palga, What's the difference? I mean, the prohibition in Shabbos is you're not allowed to. The chulah shama is one of the lamutas malachas to kill an animal is one of the lamutas malachas. What about to just wound it? Or yeah, what about to cut off a limb? What about to, you know make it bleed a little bit, right? Very so, they can bruise, right? What? Bruise. So, bruise, depending on if a bruise is considered that the blood left or not, depending on if it's one of the shemolah shirats or not, right? Very good. So, um, I mean, uh, if the blood will come back, if it right. won't come back, but uh, but, but so the point is, even a partial death is a death, right? Taking away a little bit of life is taking away life. Taking away life is taking away life, right? So, if Hashem sent this person an abundance of life. Like we said last time, an average person has many pints of blood in them. And a person could potentially live with I don't know, one pint of blood or whatever it is, right? Maybe it means extra blood. Whatever is the amount, right? But certainly we all have some blood to spare. But nonetheless, um, wounding a person, um, sapping some of their blood is still a miniature killing to the point that, on, when it comes to Chilchash Shabbos, it would be called Mali Ktala Palga, Mali Ktala Kula. What is the difference if it's a partial killing or a full killing? Right, killing is killing. It's, a, it's a, what you're doing. You're taking away life. That's what you're doing.
2: Is that like, but isn't that Sarevah Chaim anyways? Like regardless of Shabbos, isn't you know you wounding an animal and leaving it? That's that's the same idea, regardless of Shabbos or not. Still, Tsar
0: Balechayim is also true. I mean, Tsar you know, potentially, if you needed for some reason, then you could do it, right? right. Uh, for example, if you need to give the blood to your dog or something like that, then
2: you know, you'd be allowed to do it, right? Right, but it's but it's the same idea, though. Is that the same concept or we're I've just
0: trying to bring out? We're not currently in Shabbos, as far as you know, what's what's called a Mach Machshavos or not, right? But just the point being that that a partial. A, death is when you've taken all the life out of something. Taking a little, teensy little bit of life out of something is also called taking life out of something, right? Now, people um, are sent par by Hashem, and that is what gives them life. Through that money, he buys food, he buys shelter, he buys warmth. Now, for a person who's a millionaire, he has lots of overabundance of that. But nonetheless, this is the life that he was given. So, person has extra blood. Oh, I know, look at him, he's all rosy-cheeked. He's got like an extra two pints of blood that I could could take them from him, you wouldn't even notice it, right? Like, okay, so what? You still still can't can't vampire on the guy, okay? So so that's what Hazel are telling us over here, that in lambdos, in concept, taking away from the person his his life, by stealing from him, okay? (laughs) Hare'i lecha, Chomer he'oven haze'a filu, Kishirmut, you see how severe it is, that even the smallest amount is nonetheless considered killing. Ein hagishamim ne'etzarim Hashem holds back the reins because of theft. We'll see, we'll read the next one as well, and then, and then I think we'll we'll get a little bit of a better understanding why that is. Um, the Omru, Kupo If a person comes in to... All of above, and he's carrying a big box filled with his averos. What's the avera that's sitting right on top? Right. Me, mikatre Barosh, Kulam. <laughs> what's the very first thing they're going to be looking at? What's the very first thing that that's on top of that box? Yes. Top of the pile? Yes. Gazel. Okay? <clears throat> and finally, why... Uh, so, so we know actually, uh, Rashi brings this on Chumash that the Dor Hamabul Nechtam Gzardinam ela Al Hagozel because of theft, which which is actually not the same as the real reason, you know, so to speak. Uh, the, again, the the the, the, the says that it was because of perversion of the land, right? That that, that basically. They were they acted in such inappropriate ways as far as uh, Arias that uh, even animals strayed and were doing mishkav Zachar and Minchilobamino and all sorts of crazy things, right? I mean, sexual perversion. No, was, I understand. Was the thing, but then, but then it said, but then, <laughs> the, but then the passage concludes with Hamas. That it was because of Hamas because of because of forcing other people to sell um, you know uh, something that they didn 't want to sell so so uh, so rashi would, if you look in the Gurari over there rashi uh, he elaborates on the rashi that um, that what the what the gazel does is w- it arouses the Midas Hadun against someone Gezel is a violation of hadin. Right, mm-hmm. judgment is the clearest and most obvious when it comes to gesel. This is mine, this is, and this is yours. Right? Don't take my thing. Basic judgment is: there's borders, there's lines. I have, I have my territory. You have your territory. Don't go start taking stuff from my territory to your territory. Right? So gesel is a Pirza of the Shura Sadin it's a breakage of the line of the law. right? And being that it's a breakage of the line of the law, so then it, uh, it causes that all of the person's um, aver- other averos are caused to be judged. And that's the distinction, right? So it means, yes, all. To, well, if, you, if you have to choose between one or the other, right? There was terrible... Uh, you know, sexual perversion happening in the door marble, right? <coughs> and also, they were they were uh, extorting. What, what you they were you know, doing Hamas, making one another sell uh, things that they didn't want to sell, uh, stealing Pachos Michelle, Pruta, other such things. So, uh, the the one that's that's an absolute destruction. To humanity is really the rights. <coughs> but the one that caused, if you look at the language carefully of the, of the Yemur that, that, that Ramchal brings over here. The their judgment wasn't sealed except because of Gesel. So it means they would, Hashem was judging them. But Hashem was a lot of mercy and maybe we'll give them a little bit more time, maybe we'll let them work like this, like this. Once a person starts breaking through the shura sadin, violating the the, the boundaries of law, then that arouses the midas sadin. Like, okay, if there's no if there's no law and order, then what's it going to be? So, so Hashem has to, so to speak, enforce the law. So someone who is stealing from other people Right? Even if it's a little bit, even it's not a big deal. But he's arousing divine judgment against himself. By breaking the law, the, the, the Shura Sadin, the line, right? crossing the line the line of even taking a little bit or, or whatever it is, he's really arousing divine judgment, not just on this point, but really on all of his actions. Like you see with the Dora Mabel, right? They've been doing something much worse, but they were still getting Rachamim for it. They were still getting mercy. But when they started breaking Din, then, the, then then that caused the Hasima to their, their judgment. That's it. Okay, now you guys are done. That's it. Now, now there's no more. Because uh, the, the point is, <coughs> as long as people understand that there's a law, so, so then it, I, it's like this. Let's say a judge. If people understand, they're very afraid of him. They understand that he's got the law, he's got the power to, you know, he sets the rules. Of him. So then he can show mercy and that's okay on the country, that that's a that it's a good thing. People are gonna respect him more, appreciate him more and even try to listen to what he says more because he was so merciful to them. But when people start thinking, oh he really doesn't there's really no law, right? Like you know, what what was a terrible thing that happened you know in these um, Black Lives Matter riots that we had, I mean, as far as the riots go, right, compared to other riots that America has had, let's say, they weren't so terrible on the scale, right, of how much property was destroyed or whatever, right, what was really terrible was that the police showed themselves to be completely powerless, there's there's no fear of the police, so it's much worse, I mean, now we're, we're, where we are, right, is so bad because the police kind of caved in. Like, there's no, there's no law. So it's not so, much, it's not so bad what they did as much as that there's no fear of the law. If there's fear of the law, then the judge can be merciful. But once there's no more respect for the law, then the only way to restore it is for the judge to right away bring, come down with punishment. Harsh punishment. Does that makes sense. To, to the people should understand that. No, this. So the, the the place where we see the letter of the law is, is, is in gazel. That's where it's because there's, there's overstepping one's boundaries.
2: Yeah. I have a question. Though. I'm, I, Go ahead. So the, my problem is, is the is the lashon of gazelle.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: that, you know when I when I hear the lashon it's someone that steals by force. Am I right? Like we use that as like it's like a Instead of gane ganeva, gesel is more of like a forceful kind of stealing. Is that is that fair to say or not? Um, yeah,
0: it, when, when the two of them are lined up against one another, is true. Okay, but when but when speaking on a, in in a more general sense, then it's just,
2: uh, it just just
0: speaks to overall.
2: Because so so then cause, you know when we're saying that even a small amount of, of a pruta, you know, because we we have this. You know, din that you know if someone steals, you have the you know ability to give it back, right? And you know to you know stop not be over in that lav anymore, kind of. So I mean, with this, I mean with uh, with uh, Dora Mabel, yeah. it seems like there is no getting over that lav. Because once you did it, it's done.
0: So again, it's not so much that's what I am explaining. It's not so much. Uh, you know, Paul's making a good point, right? Like, okay, they could have just given it back. So in a kanami, that's the point. The the gzardim, was not because of the gazel. The kzar din was because of the riots.
2: I understand, but the
0: fact but that that the had I mean, once you've already been brought to once the judge realizes this guy doesn't take the law seriously, and then they had to bring it all up and and, and make a harsh ruling. And issue that, so you can try to give the money back. It's not going to make a difference anymore.
2: I understand, but if that's the first thing that they sh- that they judge you up in Shemayim, yeah, that doesn't it doesn't it just doesn't make sense. Wouldn't that be the last thing they judge? Because if if you were to get everything else that was horrifying, and this was the last thing that just you just add on because you don't care about the law anymore, and then this was it. I mean, why would be that would be the first thing? Because because
0: that that's that's in judgment, right? Because usually
2: you start by the hardest part, the the, the, the the worst things, and then you go down to, down the road. Right, right,
0: right. But there's also the thing, you know, like imagine, like you know, like a pet peeve. Right. Okay. So a pet peeve of a judge is when someone flaunts the law. Someone, right. Well, that's a pet peeve. So meaning, in, in a much more grand scale, right? There's, there's midas hadin of right. Hashem. There's midas achesed. There's midas harachamim. There's um, you know MS. There's lots of different things going on, right? But the one, do, but 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 when Hashem sits down to judge, right? The first thing that jumps out at him is this man doesn't respect the law.
1: Yes. Right. Yes.
0: Even if it's not as severe as the other ones, is the first one to jump out because since since we're in a context of law and this is a violation of law. That's the, that's the one that, that, that is the most glaring.
3: Yes. Very good. Very good question. Okay. I have a question about that. So, yeah. you know the saying, Gonev Miganav Patul? How does it work in terms of the way you're going to be used later on if you Gonev Miganav? Um,
0: that's Gonev Miganav Patul. That's I know that Hazal kind of say the opposite. That goniv toim tam gezel. I don't know. That, that that sounds like a modern Israeli uh, expression to me. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I I was <laughs> the the contrary. The, the Gemara says a story that uh, that someone, uh, one of the maroyim actually, he had like hundreds of barrels of wine that turned to vinegar. And wine is a very delicate. A process and something right. well, go, so goes wrong a base. little bit, and it turns to vinegar. I did. Right?
1: I, did. I did not.
0: Which yeah, obviously, the price differential between yeah, wine and vinegar is so very so large. Is this right? Ropapa, right? No, yeah, right. I think. I think yeah, it I might think it be, right. Right. might be. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so, so he said, like, wow, know, like, what in the world happened to kind of the other Torah scholars? So they, you know, they said, um, well, you know what, you know what happened. Yeah. No, anyone that has anything to say to me, come out and say it right now. Right? So they said that we heard uh, through the uh, grapevine, shall we say, that you that you stole from your workers. If it wasn't so he said. What? Those guys robbed me blind. They were supposed to be working for me, like you know, uh, doing whatever it is, right? And, and they literally left me with nothing. And I held so so so, so, so because so because that, so I didn't let them take the the wood that they were going to need whatever it is some little thing right. So they said, okay, but uh, someone who steals from a Ghana is, is Tom tam gezel. I mean, you can't make up, uh, you know, by by stealing a little bit back. That's not. Uh, so he so he you know, returned the, that firewood that he kept from them or whatever it is and the next day the the prices on vinegar shot up through the roof and uh, he he sold his vinegar at the price of wine
3: so one second let's say someone steals your bike you locked it somewhere someone stole it and then you walk down the street and you see someone with your bike you're not obligated to take it back oh that's different
0: that's different that's you just getting your thing back yeah, that's right. yeah okay we're talking about a case where they they while they were supposed to be doing this they drink half of his wine whatever it is right so then he held back from them firewood. Oh, I see.
1: Okay.
0: now again yeah, it's, it's certainly um yeah, you have to know what the doing said this is he's, this papa he didn't even want to be toy we have a taste of, of guests right um you know, like, We're gonna you know, see you, know, well, um, even sometimes if money—if you could get money through a, through a certain fight with someone, right? But uh, uh, there's a midas chasidus not to want to do that either, not not to want money that third.
1: Sure, okay,
0: okay, um, okay. So, so, so in all these things, right? to hold back rain. Rain is a is a mida of rachamim, right? Rain is that the heavens so to speak see that the earth is dry for rain, for water and it has lots of it, right? Imagine like so to speak, the heavens is like a rich man, lots of water, right? He sees this poor, dry Thirsty land over there, so he gives. So he gives it, right? So he, so that's that's a Mida of rachamim. Um, so person, so like you said, that um, that gazel kind of closes off the rachamim because it arouses din, right? So that's why that holds back rain. We explained them. how it's the first thing to be to come to judgment because that's the one that kind of jumps out in judgment. This is this is uh, in 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 din. This is a violation of din. Okay. Um, so now the, uh, a fine distinction. If a person will say in his heart, is one um, one uh, one uh, one uh, which is the language of maso um, matan, buying and selling, right? Uh, bu- business dealings. How is it possible for us not to do a hishtadlus in our business dealings? Lerotsos es al ha mikah. Uh, to make our peers desire the product the purchase right uh, what am I supposed to do uh, uh, be a part of businesses that you have to show the other person that you've got a good thing yeah you, know, you got an interest interest a client in the in the thing that you're selling' well, does that remind me what you do for a business yeah. Yeah. H R. Okay, no, that's not. I first thought advertising maybe. H R. is different. Okay, um, so the al shivuyo and its value, meaning I have to make him appreciate and understand the value of what I'm offering over here. Now, this is true even people that are, you know, whether it be applying for a job. By the way, right? It's not doesn't? If you're selling your services as well, right? In, but, uh, you know, he, you know selling a car, selling things, selling a house. Yeah? So,
1: you yeah, know, I have to make him want a
0: house and, and appreciate the value. So, he's going to, you know, be willing to pay all that money. So, says the Ramchallahu, Very, very fundamental distinction if it's to ex to bring out to make sure that they see the good feature that your item has that's fine that's good and straight I have a good thing you may not appreciate what it does you may this house has a really great backyard the kids love playing here Big, you know, you know, whatever it is, you, you explain it to them. That that's 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 good. That's important. Ach, lechasos But to conceal the imperfections, to try to brush over things, to try to glance over things, to cover them
1: up—that's a problem. is concealing equivalent to omitting.
0: To omitting for Omitting sure. is for sure
1: not going out of your way to say something about it. Yeah. You're not relying on the other person to ask.
0: Yeah, but,
2: but the only thing is, though, you know, usually with with people wanting to buy a house, they usually, you know, call, get an inspection. Okay. So, I mean, it's one thing for the person to conceal it, but then it's also your responsibility for to do the full inspection of the house as well. Right. So it's... it's uh, Is its it... Is it on the person's fault or is it on both parties' fault?
0: When you say saying fault, do you mean like if, if we went to court, um, would I have plausible deniability? Or do you mean, what
2: is the knocky thing to do? What is the clean thing I, to do? I, that's correct. I, I, I'm not saying... I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I'm just saying... You're saying concealing and omitting, it, it, that's true. He should not have done that. I'm not saying that's not right. I'm not saying that's right. I'm saying, but also the person who wants to buy it, they should do their due diligence as well. You it's know, because
0: there's a lot... Cause, listen, we live in a world where most people are not lucky. Correct. So you should definitely not trust, sadly... More or less anyone, um, you know, and just kind of say, "Oh, oh, this is a good house, really? Okay, I, uh, I'm in yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sign me up. Uh, of course, you should do your diligence, etc. Be very, very, you know, not not be gullible. But we're not talking about right now. That's true. We're talking about when I'm the. I know what's you know what 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 the situation is in my house, right? Um, you know, I, I know that there's, there is, you there know, I do have a, if it's big floods, I do have a, a little, little bit of a flooding in my basement, right? Like, okay, so, so you, uh, guy, you gotta let the guy know.
3: What's the meaning? Where's the line that you need to say or not? Meaning, if you know that the gutters are clogging when there's heavy rain, is that something you need to say? Or if, you know, you have a hole in your roof, that's something you need to say? Meaning, where's, you can't say everything. Why can't calling? you say everything? Because then you're gonna list a million things, and no one's ever gonna to want to look at your house. Because what do you mean?
0: You are saying just too many things. You're gonna bore them. They're gonna like fall asleep. Like, and there is a scratch. In the, you know. yeah, I mean, is that what you mean? You're gonna
3: say this window doesn't close perfectly. You know, the door squeaking. I, mean, I don't know about you, but
0: if if if, if I would walk in and and, and the owner would, would would open with me about everything. I would definitely want to hear about the door not, about the window not closing well. I'd want to hear about that. I, I mean, like, is anybody that doesn't want to, just, oh, please, just don't waste my time. Like, I mean, I guess if the guy's doing like a full gut rehab, he doesn't care.
2: Can, can I ask another question? Please. Because usually people, you know, they use a, a broker. Right. Right. Thank right. you. And, you know, you can say whatever you want, but it's, I mean, you, you've hired this broker. To sell your house on your behalf, you usually don't and even see the right. Right. right? And if and if they're not the one, if, what happens if they don't say what's going on with the house? If they themselves is that is that the on the owner as well? If the third party broker they hired didn't disclose such information,
0: yeah. I want to. make. Is the question? Is the que- Are you guys talking about?
2: Because um, so again, you are saying uh, nucky. Uh, uh, the owner right. can be nucky, but the third party s- the broker might not be. That's is that on the owner.
0: Okay. Let's just, let's just, before we start talking about, you know, like what I could come into court, well, what do you mean? by I didn't, it wasn't me. I, I had him do it. It wasn't my fault. Let's just talk about, you are selling your house to Ben. You see that guy over there? Very, very nice young man. Okay. He works for his money, right? Okay. okay. You, you're selling your house to ben. Okay. Okay. Wow. Are you going to tell him everything or not? Yes. That's
2: okay. What okay. Not, you should, right.
0: Good. Now... No one is saying that you shouldn't tell them, but it's a really good house. We, we, we love this house. We, we did really good renovations. We changed all the piping. We, we did this. We did this. I think you'll be very happy raising a family here. You could do all that if, if it's genuinely true. But you have, but, but you got to be totally, totally honest.
1: What I'm, what I'm, the difficulty that I have is that there's certain things that I feel like that are expected. There are expected difficulties with everything. Nothing is 100% perfect. Okay. So if the expectation is from every person's perspective in terms of whatever they're going into, most things, I would say most things, or maybe certain things where you expect things to be like 100% perfect, that if, if there's mosquitoes that fly into your home or you might see a roach every once Well, well no a one time. one's going to expect 100%. There's no such thing.
2: So you're, you're, You do your best you can to tell so, them that what you've like, done, you've done what you've done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Purchases
1: are not the best example for
2: yeah, <laughs> because of how how they're structured. If you, if, like, <laughs> I, I was.
1: Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Let, let,
0: let. No, I'm
2: just saying, right, there's no such thing as 100%, but there is such a thing as, you know, you do your best, you tell them everything you've done, and you try to bring it out things if, if,
0: if you're saying something that really, like, the guy is going to yeah, be, please, like, don't say, like, 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 a mosquito sometimes flies in. A mosquito flies into everyone's house sometimes. If you leave the screen door open.
1: Exactly. Right. So that's what, so. how far do you take that then?
0: But, but for example, let's, but let's say there's a little bit of a mosquito problem in that backyard area, like, there's a little bit of a mosquito problem. Mm-hmm
1: right, like, where the
0: kids, like, have to, like, go outside, they have to wear bracelets and whatever, right, like, people wouldn't know that, they're coming in the middle of the day, they don't see any mosquitoes, but, like, actually, there's a little bit of mosquito. Yeah, you know, like, some places, if there's, like, a little bit of too much water seeping through somewhere, or whatever it may be, and there's an, there's an issue, there's an issue with mosquitoes. I would like to know that. If you were selling it to me, would you, uh, be honest with me, if you, if you, were, if you were selling me your house, would
1: you tell me? if there were a mosquito problem? There was a mosquito problem. Like a major mosquito... It depends on what your definition of like a major mosquito problem. Because I don't like mosquitoes really at all, but I just assume that we're in Chicago, there's a lot of rain, there's mosquitoes no matter where you go just about.
0: If you feel it's a particular problem with your house, obviously, if you're just informing me about the client, you know the climate in Chicago, and I live in Chicago myself, I don't so need you to tell me about the climate.
1: In, in Florida, there's lizards, there's like salamanders, and then there's really big lizards. And every single house you Going to you're going to find a lizard, oh. so then there's no I mean, reason to tell that. But I don't know that maybe certain houses don't have it for some reason, but I would assume, But I'm not going to tell somebody, oh, you might see a salamander, a a a a a a right, so yeah. right?
0: Okay,
1: I got it. Okay, so we can talk about the particulars,
0: right. but the point is, if you feel it's a moon, listen, the point is like this if you feel this is a particular moon of, of, of your thing that you're selling, I mean, you are aware. That like if they find out, they're like, oh, I was hoping they wouldn't find out about that. Right? Like if, if that's a mom, you should not be concealing that. Now if you generally feel like, no, this is like, everyone has it, it's perfectly fine, it's not going to turn them off at all, but why should I just, you know, drain them a cup just by telling them a bunch of, nonsense that nobody's interested in hearing, then you don't have to say it.
1: Because especially the mosquito thing in Florida, too. Somebody's going to, oh, yeah, you know, there's mosquitoes here. Oh, are, where, where are we again? Oh, Florida, right, okay, right. Thank you right. for telling me. So yeah. then there's
0: no point. Then right. there's no point. But if you feel it's a particular moom, it's a particular problem that your item has, let's talk about a car, right, or whatever it is, right? So, you know, then, then you should reveal it. Do
1: yeah. When, it ref- when Ramchal references it, says, Amitas Tuva Chevetz V'yafyo, is he referring to things that could yeah. even yeah. be mm-hmm. niche, like, oh. uh, I, I collect beanie babies, you collect beanie babies. No one else thinks it has value, but for those who collect that item, sure. it, they feel Absolutely. it has value. So it, it's subjective. If you, if, if you
0: feel, yeah, you're trying to, you're, you know, let's say you're a wine seller, you, you're selling wine, right? and you're saying like, okay. this yes. wine, like I'm telling you, those other guys, yeah. they don't get this wine, this is really, this is awesome, this is, feel these flavors, smell this thing, this is out of this world, right? That's why I'm charging $300 for a bottle, but but I'm telling you, this is a really, really good wine, that's that's perfect, I mean, assuming you're being honest, you're allowed to reveal to him the goodness of your product, for sure. Right? but but the point is not to try to skew things in a in a way that, that, that ultimately is is being deceptive. I mean, we'll understand that.
1: I don't feel like I really understand 100% what's consider- how I can justify if it's a mum or, if you, do or not. Do you think it's a mum or not? I, are we unbiased enough to, to say for okay. a fact? So
0: like we said before, many times, whenever in doubt, ask at least a friend, if not a rabbi.
2: So
0: the moment you come over to your friend and you start talking, it get, most of the time you won't even bother. Once you start formulating something, you will be like, yeah, I, know, I should, I, I should, I should really talk. About <laughs> yeah. If you, if you rather buy him and 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 uh, and, and, and he agrees with you, the yeah, this is like, there's no need to say anything. Like, pretty good shape. Right. Okay um so no <laughs> this is no <clears throat> and it's you know not to do that Visit, uh, now okay what what happens if I'm going through a broker and uh, I don't even know who's buying from me? Uh, you know uh, okay the, those are all those are all already technical questions. Why are all these questions coming up? Because you lack in a munah that you're going to get the money that you need to live. That's the point, right? So you're afraid that you really need X amount of dollars and you're only going to sell the house for you know something lower than that and then you're going to fall short and you're not going to be able to do, you know, do the things that you need to do. But if you have a muna, in Hashem, that He will, that He's providing you everything that you need, then uh, the, the, the person can be totally honest, right? And this is like, a, you know, one of these classic things that, that uh, you know, Hazal would like, many, many times in Hazal, you see how they were like extraordinarily honest about these things. Uh, you know, almost to a fault, like uh, trying to talk the person out of hiring them or, or buying their thing or whatever it is because of all the potential uh, downfalls of, of doing that. Yeah? But the truth is, obviously, that um, first of all, besides the fact that Alder when people feel that they're dealing with a impeccably honest person, they're going to actually want to do business with you. That's, that's number one. Oh, where I saw this? <laughs> <laughs> that, um...
3: so, someone was... Someone just told me, sorry, but uh, I Yeah. That uh, this person that didn't know how to read or write he came to him, and he said, I'm looking for a job, but I don't know how to read and write. What should I do? He said, be very honest. Tell him right away that you don't know how to read and write. And he said that he went to a bunch of job interviews, couldn't get any jobs. He told him, keep on saying it. Keep telling him that you don't know how to read and write. And then he got a uh, interview with Misado um, Juan. He said, sure of defense. And he said that he came to the interview place, and they told him he sit in the lobby and wait. And he was waiting for three hours. And he had like a table with a bunch of magazines, but he didn't always to read or write. Just sitting there for three, four hours, didn't do anything. Then they called to the room. They told him we were looking at you for the last three four hours to see if you can actually read and write. They say we're looking for someone to basically take and shred all the documents that it, we have because it's very classified. And we cannot have anyone be able to read and write. So he said that they hired him and basically he had an amazing job that pays a lot because no one else could get him. Great pension. Great pension. And he was doing it for the rest of his life just because he was very honest about not having to read and write. <laughs> You there you go funnel, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Very good. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, you got it? Yeah. And, but, but besides that, besides the obvious thing that when you are impeccably honest, people are going to be drawn to you to want to do business with you, to want to buy from you, etc. Besides that, is of course the. You know, there's an entire spiritual world up above us. Which, which uh, Hashem runs, and uh, and and this is this is uh, an So first of all, you're going to have and number two, even if you don't, who cares? Life is not about money at the end of the day, anyway, right? It, life is about being Aki being close to Hashem. And if and if a person has to choose between being close to Hashem and having three hundred dollars or three hundred thousand dollars less in his pocket, versus having that extra bit of money but being distanced from Hashem so what's the question right? that, that's the, so these are the different things that we have to be thinking about. ok continuing uh, now we, the, the Roman is going to touch on two more very briefly on two more very and the reason why it's going to be brief is because these are so humor so serious of transgressions in the, in the Torah where you see the importance of honesty in business Uh, they're so strict that he's basically not even going to bother to go into it too much because the Sukkim themselves kind of lay it out. Um, So the first one is midos, having honest um, measures, right? Um, Obviously in the marketplace, right? If your measures are just a drop-off at the end of a thousand transactions, you're up by a lot of money, right? Um, Which is why the Torah itself singles this out and, and talks about the importance of having honest measures, On Lo Omer Meinyin Hamidos, Shaharei Beferush Kasev. And we don't even have to talk about the concept of having honest measures, um, right? Because the pasuk itself says, "Torvah Hashem Elokecha Kol Ose Ayla Kol Ose Avel, Anyone who do, who monkey[s] with Measures and is because because again it's back to our said din. What is the whole concept of measuring? The entire act of measuring is to get exactly the din. It's, it's, it's to get exactly it's this much weight, not more, not less. That's what a scale is. It's literally judgment. It's literally a scale or or a volume measure. It's you are evaluating the thing. That's what you're doing. So to pervert that act is literally, literally to pervert judgment. Right? if, If that gets perverted, that's it. There's no judgment at all. Right? Because this is an act of weighing things up. So that arouses such a tremendous disgust from Hashem they are going to be more, again, not to say it's worse. Notice, i not saying it's worse. People misunderstand these, right? They say it's worse to steal three cents on the, uh, on the dollar than to do Arias. No, Arias much worse. Arias right? one of the Gimel... Uh, 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 th- three Averis that uh, is uh a person should give up his life rather than do right which is not the case with uh, Midut but the but the Hazal uh, Khazal said Kasha Olsham the punishment of them is more harsh why Paul why is it, why is the punishment more harsh for them
2: because they don't uh, they don't uh, have Vira in, in the law
0: and therefore the, the law is going to you know the, the full extent of the law, right? The punishment is going, which is being meted out by the midas hadin, and this is a perversion in the deepest sense of the midas hadin, so is going to arouse the harshest judgment. The harshest punishment. Ve'amru, asiton, is a usually a wholesale wheat merchant, but really it means or, or you know, wholesale. Uh, just a wholesale uh, merchant, right? So, so the guy has vessels with which he buys and sells constantly, and the so liquid measures, wine, oil, or whatever it is. So, some of the it begins to get buildup up inside the vessels, right? You walk around with a big barrel, right? This is exactly this barrel has a stamp of the king on it. This barrel is exactly, um, you know, a hundred uh, saw or whatever, it is, right? So, what happens? The residue starts building up on it, right? Dried up oil, more and more and more, right? So then, it's really becoming smaller. So he can say, "Yeah, uh, this is. uh, I'm giving you i I'm giving you this much oil, right? But but it's it's really less than that." So, so, so it says the Mishnah that a siton mekaneach midoisov he is obligated to clean all of his vessels every 30 days, right? To make sure, even though it's a huge tzircha, but in order to make sure that they're totally clean, so that they're precise, accurate, recalibrate his equipment, right? Because he's a wholesaler, it's, he buys a lot, he sells a lot, it's going to make it very, it's, it potentially could get clogged up, could get... Uh, the, the Midas could change, and it would be, um, now the truth is, what do you mean? But but maybe I'll lose just much as, as much as I win. I buy with these, and I sell with them, right? So, what's the difference? I, it's a, I, I'm Not so particular either way. Lama, Yichseru Bolo Das. That they shouldn't even, not, we're not talking about a person who on purpose goes and changes the Midas. We're talking about someone that, but without even his knowing, the middles change a little bit, and in different transactions, he's not being honest. anish, and he shouldn't be punished from this. Okay, so that is the second thing, and now and now for the final, again very brief mention of ribus, right? And the moment everybody takes a big gulp when you say ribus, right? Because everyone knows how severe it is. avon haribus. Shegodal, who, it's a very big Avera, Kekuifer, Beloke Yisrael, someone who gives on Ribus, is like a denier of God, Chas V'sholem, we've spoken about this already, because the point with Ribus is, that you're vampiring on the other person's Parnassa, right, that this is not Parnassa being sent to you, it's being sent to him, but you're taking some of it, Chas al so the novi says he uh, charges interest and he takes uh, usury right and but life he will not live so the guy is trying to get more life he's trying to vampire he's trying to get more parnasa, more life but he will not live what Hazal darshan? what is that going on? He will not live with the resurrection of the dead. Because he and his remnants ground his his uh, decayed organic matter is disgusting to
1: Hashem.
0: There's no need to. I don't see the need to elaborate on this any further. A Everyone, every Jewish person is terrified of ribbons. Okay, so that is um, all the details. Now he's going to make a summary. Let's try to do that. And uh, before we get into Arias, the next next uh, major discussion is going to be Arias women. So Adam um, Kolishel Dover. So uh, the overall. Thing is, Hamamun just like a person desires money very much, Cain of Rabim. So, so the because remember where the Michal is, it comes from our desire for it, and the more the desire you have, the more is going to trip you up in many, many different avenues and different and different situations. And and the less a person desires of it. The less uh, potential you know, justifications he's going to throw up. or the Noki, Mayhem, Bahamas, in order to be clean from them. Now again, we're not talking about the real way to do it, which is to replace the desire for things; these things at all, and rather to desire closeness with Hashem, because that's the real way to do it. But on a technical level, being where I am in my Jesus, so what should I do? So two things. Godel, that means intellectual sitting back and thinking about these things and uh, kind of analyzing situations, and dictograph and being very careful in the particular dealings, you know, making sure I have very, very clean, um, you know, calibration tools for weighing things and making sure I'm exactly on the contract, right, maybe putting in clauses into the contract to make sure I don't, myself, then go and start doing things I shouldn't do, right, I'll give you guys a marshal, unbelievable. Yeah, says that box. when the coin girdles will go into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, he had to wear garments that had no pockets in them. Because maybe he's going to be tempted to put something into his pocket. From the Kodesh HaKadoshim!
2: Yeah, and
0: not even a hem on the bottom of his garment, which it's uh, a garment that doesn't have a bottom hem. It looks pretty schleppy, right? It looks frayed, right? You can't even have a hem because you could slip something into the hem. Yeah, but the point—that's how we have to treat ourselves, you know—to try to be transparent, try to get other people aware of what you're doing, you know. Uh, give your—I don't know—your um, secretary the ability to see the different transactions you're doing or whatever it is, right? So that there's not. A temptation to do things that are kind of uh, shady. shady. <laughs> um, okay, and if a person can manage to cleanse himself of this, if you manage to be a person who is clean of theft. You should know that you've reached a very, very big level. These guys, they toyville in a mikvah every morning, their payas are down to their belly buttons,
1: <laughs>
0: um, and yet, when it comes to being clean from. Financial dishonesty—they are not. Opinion seen as to hate this, inappropriate to um, mark, financial wins. Lo yuchlu el machoz That they can't get to. They can't. They can't. The guy—he can fast. You know, three days a week he'll fast and do all sorts of other very extreme things of piety, real things, and yet not be clean in, in, in financial matters. So if a person can be clean, 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 in financial matters, he's reached a level higher than than those chassidim. Um,
2: who, Masha, Amar...
0: So far, that is one of the people that came to console Eov when he was stricken. Um, and, and so he said to him, If you have anything dishonest in your hand, distance it from yourself. And don't let stay in your tent any transgression. Means, get rid of, it. if you have anything stolen, anything is at all not yours, get rid of it. Then you'll be able to raise up your face Mimum From the blemish That that having something dishonest Brings And you'll be Steadfast and you will not fear So that's an unbelievable madrega. So far I've discussed about Many different details of one mitzvah Namely Gezel or, or, you know, dishonesty in business. But the truth is, every mitzvah has many, many different details. But the truth is that each one of us has particular challenges, particular areas, where we're going to be more likely to trip up. He's speaking in a generic term. In a generic People have issues with money. But we're supposed to make a binyanav and learn from here to everywhere else You know, to extrapolate and to say, if this is how careful I have to be, every nuance, every detail, I have to double-guess myself, and check myself and understand that I'm a person who has a gate sahara living in my heart. So, how much more so that in this particular thing, whatever that may be right, um, you know uh, jealousy or or, or or whatever it is, that way I know I have a problem, you know a unique problem that I have, that we all have our own problems, so you know, the, I have to do my own job, I can't just say, listen, I've been through chapter 11 in the keys we went through five different major topics, I'm not no, there's five mitzvahs there's 613 of them so that's uh, a job for us Okay